Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. One hour in the books, one more to go. Welcome to the 5 o'clock hour. Jimmy B and TC with you, 1700 KBGG. Brinson gone for hour number one, but ready to slide on in here. Jimmy B, what's happening, my man? Just a beautiful, well, not really. It's We're going to get maybe possibly more storms, but for me, it's always a good day in the neighborhood. Trent, you know that. You woke up and, well, you woke up. That's the most important thing at your age. That that is, yes. You're raring to go. Well, I got high school baseball tonight, and uh, Dave Dirks, the head coach for Walkie, is going to be joining us later on this hour before we get ready for our night in sports. We got Alex Halstead, though, stopping by here in about 15 minutes, Jimmy B, and, and that's the big one. As it is the annual rite of summer, our primetime league and our Capital City League mock drafts. We do it this week, sometime in June, each and every year. The fourth year of doing this stupid exercise, we're doing it again, Jimmy B. We're giving the people what they want. I, I Look, I, I did my homework on this. I put in about 25 seconds, and so I'm ready to roll when Alex Halstead comes on. I am dialed in on the guys I'm going to select. Well, that's Brad the- Lowhouse, number one. <laughs> current current players. Now, today oh. is Iowa State and Drake players as we're doing the Capital City League with Alex Halstead. Tomorrow, Jeff Hornacek, number one. No, no. Current, current Cyclones and Bulldogs. There's no drafting Adam Emenecker. Sam Mack cannot be part of your Cyclone team. No, you can't go down that route. No Julius Mikalik. You have to draft current, current Cyclones and Bulldogs. Willie McCarter? No. <laughs> no, Jimmy B. Okay. Every single year. I don't know why you struggle with this so deeply. We only talk about these teams, oh, I don't know, 300 days a year. I mean, how can you not figure this out every single season? Well, it's difficult for me, you know. I mean, look, come on, it's a it's a it's a league that is meaningless in the grand scheme of things. Yet they draw big time because people want to see how these guys are progressing and how their games have improved or gotten worse, depending on your point of view. And um, I I find it fascinating. I, I really do that an afternoon or evening pickup game draws this much attention. But as I told you. 25 seconds of homework, and I'm dialed in. I'll be ready to go when Alex Halstead shows up, and I will win like I did last year, too. You didn't win last year. Your team was awful. What are you talking about? What? You I won. thought I won. You didn't win anything. Get out of here. You're full of it, as no. always. But we're going to have okay. some fun with that coming up, Jimmy B. So, well, as we welcome you in for today, the floor is yours. Your uh, crappy NBA, boy, did it end up with a whimper. It did, and that's a shame. Um, You know, even though the ratings were still good, it's still too bad the way that it played out. And you and I had discussed it. Uh, Both of us had Golden State winning in five. Uh, We were hoping that the Cavs would steal one someplace, and it just didn't happen. Game one was their best opportunity, and they got a reverse call by the officials, and then... J.R. Smith lost his mind, so that kind of uh, took care of everything right there. Look, there's no question, and everybody knew it, that Golden State was the best team, and they are. When you start four All-Stars, uh, you're going to win. 
particularly if all four of them are reasonably healthy, which they were. So, you know, it's one of those things, and it and it showed the night that Curry didn't have a great game, neither did Clay Thompson, and then Kevin Durant went for 43, and Draymond Green had a triple-double, and, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Sean Livingston was great off the bench. So, you know, the Cavs were outmanned, and it was painfully obvious. So we got pretty much what we deserved was a four-game sweep. You and I were hoping, as I mentioned earlier, that Cleveland would win one. Didn't happen. Came close. Still no good. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, and that's it. So from that aspect, uh, it was a downer as far as the championship in the NBA was concerned. Not a whole lot there. So LeBron leaves the court early as the Cavs wave the white flag. And then he comes out in the press game post-conference watching Zuba Mahente up there uh, talking yep. about LeBron James with the cast on his hand. Do you have a problem with that, Jimmy B? I didn't. Um, look, now we find out, and I like what he said, well, it was self-inflicted. Well, then we find out that after game one, he went and punched a whiteboard and probably, you know, broke a bone in his hand. So, look, he still, you could see it was swollen when they showed the picture of it. Uh, along with his other hand, you could tell the difference that it was indeed swollen up. Look, I he's a tough guy. He wasn't going to, you know, explain what he had done and use that as an excuse. He waited till after the thing was over, and they did have to wave the white flag. And his frustration got to him, and he did it within the confines of the locker room. Okay, I, I get it. I think after game one, I think he knew, Trent, that they had no shot. I mean, he he tried, he played hard, but it just wasn't to be. And I think he knew that, and I think finally it just kind of caught up to him. And so then what they probably did is they put that on there. It was probably a fracture and not a break. That's my guess that, you know, the bone was cracked. So it wasn't displaced in any way, but you could sure tell the difference in the size of his hand when you uh, when you saw the, the shot of each hand. There was no question that something was wrong. Oh, yeah, no no doubt. You can absolutely see that, Jim. And, yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't have a big problem with it. It was, when I first saw it, it's okay. I mean, if, if you really played and it continued to come out that this happened after game one, you played for three games with this and then suddenly you need this brace cast thing over your hand right away. It's gamemanship, right? It, it's gamemanship more yeah. than anything that you have. It, this wasn't that it had to be done this quickly after the game. But I don't have a big problem with that. I, I really don't. Yeah. That, it just it puts a, a little a little bug in the thought process in the year of Golden State. Yeah, you swept me. You got me. All right. Yeah. But yeah. game one, we're a brain fart away from winning that one. Game three was a nip and tuck game that could have gone either way. And I did that with a broken hand with this crap team around me. You just wait. Mm-hmm. I, I get some teammates. I'm coming for you, Golden State. Yeah. If, it, if it is just game and chip, <laughs> I'm good with it. But if it's for people to feel sorry for him or feel pity, that then I'd actually have a problem with that, I think. I don't think he was looking for that. I don't think he was looking for sympathy or anything. I thought he was uh, pragmatic with his comments when everybody asked him every question in the world, including where are you going, and he didn't dodge the question. 
He just sat there calmly and answered it and said, you know, I haven't made my mind up yet, don't know, and i got to, you know, sort things out. So I, I thought that he did the right thing by sitting there and answering just about every question that was presented. Uh, look, people would have asked him questions for two hours. I think they probably limited him to about a half hour, and that's, that's enough. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, I think you might have hit something where he he showed that and said, wait till next year and wait till I get a couple of dudes with me and then watch what happens. I'm, I'm with you on that. Where will that be, though, Jim? Make yeah, call I know. right now. Will it be in Cleveland? Is it going to be somewhere else? I said the best basketball situation for him, I still believe, is Boston. I've seen more and more of the national media, more and more stories are being uh, wrote about that right now, Jimmy B. But for you, where, where do you want to see him play? And then secondly, where do you anticipate he'll play? Um, I'd like to see him go to L.A. to the Lakers. And the reason is, is because with him signing, they would also get, uh, I think, his compadre. Remember, Chris Paul is a free agent. Wouldn't shock me if he came as well. Paul George, free agent. Wouldn't shock me if Paul George shows up as well. They have all kinds of money available to them, and that means then that they could probably go after one or two other people on a lower-end scale to really shore up that bench. Now, he's got two houses in Los Angeles. It's up to the wife. He's, he, you know, he's tight with his family, very, very tight. And from that standpoint... His career is beginning to wind down, even though he had maybe one of the best years ever at the age of 33. So he's going to have to make a a difficult decision. Does he go there and sign for two years? Or does he stay in Cleveland? Look, he doesn't like the owner as it is anyway. Cleveland's money contracts, they are so strapped, Trent, with the guys that are signed up with long-term deals, if they try to make any moves at all, they will be so far over into the luxury tax, Dan Gilbert's head is going to explode, the owner of the team. So I, I think he'll be on the move, and I know that people are saying, and, and you're right, Boston has come up in all of this. Yes, it has. I, I don't see him going to Houston to play with the beard. I see him on the West Coast in a place that he knows, where he's comfortable, and then a couple of other players join him. I know that they will still have to get through Golden State to get to the NBA Finals, but I think in his mind, if he might have had, say, Kyrie Irving in Cleveland, I think in his mind they probably would have been a seven-game series or probably even would have beaten Golden State again. I'm just saying that, Having a, knowing a top athlete in the way they think, they believe they're not going to lose. And I think that LeBron right now is favoring the West Coast, but like any, everything else, it's not our decision. It's his decision. You know, the, the one thing I do disagree with you, I don't think West Coast makes sense for him because that Golden State team, they're going to be together. Correct. And I, I really yeah. believe that the eight consecutive finals, though, Two of them, you know, ended in pretty sour notes. And overall, you know, we've seen losses there. I do believe that's important. And because of that, I don't see him going to the Lakers. Look, LeBron, th- this isn't like it's his last stop either. He doesn't have right. to sign a four-, five-, six-year deal to go exactly. somewhere. 
I expect him to sign a shorter deal. In fact, I still believe he's going to be back in Cleveland. If I had to put money down right now, I still think he ends up in Cleveland on a short deal. But I think the final streak is very important to him. And because of that, he's not going to go take on that behemoth, not even getting to the finals in Golden State beforehand. I think he'll see him back in Cleveland. If there is a change, I think the Celtics certainly are in play. And I hope you jumped on board when I brought this up last week at this time. You get the odds of 22-1 to 1 for the Celtics. Now down to 10-1 to 1 <laughs> is what you can wow. get the betting odds at. So I hope you jumped on board when I was talking about that one. But Jimmy B, yeah. we got to take a break, and we have to do our one of our favorite exercises of the summer. Our it Capital C, C City League draft. A lot of fun with Alex Halstead from CycloneAlert.com. We'll go through, we'll pick the Cyclones, we'll pick the Bulldogs, and we'll try to comprise the best roster. Who will do it best? Well, you know, the, the answer will be either me or Alex. Jimmy B always finishes in a distant third, but we let him around, around for the ride, and we have a good time with it. Right, Jim? Nice of you to do that. Yes, Thank yeah, you. Of course, of course. <laughs> We're coming back. It's our mock draft, and it's next. Jimmy B and TC on 1700. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that. Sponsored by Account Temps. Demand for top talent is at an all-time high. Account Temps can help you find highly skilled temporary accounting and finance professionals who fit your needs and hit the ground running. Account Temps, a Robert Half Company. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Hey guys, when you're built like a power forward or a power lifter, finding clothes that fit can be a real pain. That's why DXL is a real game changer. DXL is built with a huge selection of clothes, starting at size XL, from Lacoste, Levi's, Brooks Brothers, and more. 
So stop into one of our 200 plus DXL stores or visit DestinationXL.com to find clothes that look great and fit even better. Built to fit. Built XL. DXL. I'm KFC's Extra Crispy Colonel, and you're the extra busy regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four. But you can shirk that responsibility because my Extra Crispy $20 fill-up from KFC contains eight pieces of freshly double-breaded Extra Crispy Chicken, four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. That'll feed them. KFC, it's extra crispy good. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Strong enough to pull a plane? Prove it! The Loesch Family Foundation presents the 5th Annual Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on Saturday, June 23rd at the Des Moines International Airport. Teams of up to 10 will test their strength against a Delta airplane. SOIowa.org slash plane pull to register and create a fundraising page to collect donations online. Sign up today and make a difference in the lives of over 14,900 Special Olympic athletes in Iowa. The Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on June 23rd. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. Check out of Jim Brinson back with you, Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Jim, this is a lot of fun every time we bring in Alex Allstead each and every summer as we go through our mock draft. We will uh, be doing that here momentarily, but there is a little bit of news going on. And Alex, you're out at football camp, the Iowa State uh, football camp 
this past weekend. A lot of talented prospects in attendance. Some offers given out and, and some good news on the Cyclone for recruiting front. Before we get to that, how are things with you? Yeah, things are going good. It's you know This is the slow time of the year, but uh, stayed busy Saturday, like you said. I think I was at two football camps Saturday. The morning one was, morning into afternoon was a big man camp, and then the, the night one was their Saturday night lights camp. So I think I spent 12 hours or so around there, but like you said, a lot of good prospects there and uh, had to write a little story in my car quick because they got a commitment. Tell us a little bit more uh, about the newest Cyclone. Yeah, so Iowa State now has 10 commits with him. It's, uh, you know, cornerback D.J. Miller out of St. Louis, out of the St. Louis area and um, a prospect that Iowa State really offered about, I think, last May, so more than a year ago, and someone that they had built a relationship with. And I think the big thing for them was they wanted to kind of see him again in person and you know he camped at their satellite camp at Lindenwood down in the St. Louis area um, at the beginning of the month and, and they really liked him then and and uh, you know he, he was getting closer to a decision so uh, he made that commitment at six foot 180 pounds or so and a guy that they really liked at cornerback with his speed and so now they've got 10 commits in this class and it's around around I think number 30 overall in the country and I don't know if that will mean a ton at the end because it is going to be a small class. You know, now that they've got 10 kids, they might only have about eight more spots left, and that number is always fluid. But, you know, this, this class is coming along quick, and now I think they've got to kind of settle in and, and wait for some of the priorities. Now, the class could go together quick if some of those priorities make decisions soon, but I think they'll be willing to wait if some of those kids drag things out closer to, closer to or during the season. Alex Halstead is our guest right here on the Big Talker 1700 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Good stuff, Alex. Look, uh, Trent made sure that I put in a roughly 25 seconds of preparation for this big Capital City basketball draft. So I have done that. I hope that you have probably done more than me. Yeah, well, I, I kind of uh, put, the, put the schedule on the message board last week just to kind of let people know sometimes people just want to go to these games to see a specific player, whether, you know, last year maybe they wanted to go to the middle game to see Linda Wigginton. So I put, put it on the board, and I kind of got an idea of some of the rosters that these other people actually, you know, drafted. And so that, that Cap City League starts on Sunday, and, and basically going to be Sundays this year. And so it's going to be interesting to watch. But there are a couple of interesting great players that will be there too. And so hopefully I have a good idea from at least maybe a little more than 25 seconds, but not a – not too much more preparation. <laughs> I don't think any of us dug real deep into this, but it's still a lot of fun. All right, Alex, you are the guest. You can have the number one pick. You can have the two pick. You can have the three pick, and then the number four that comes along with it. Since you are the guest, where would you like to draft today, sir? Uh, I'll go number two. Number two. Brinson, you're the elder statesman. I'll give you the choice. You want the number one pick? Or do you want the three and four on the swing around? I've always been number one, so I'm staying there. I'm taking it. All right. Uh, this will be interesting to see. Jim Brinson with the number one pick in the 2018 Capital City League draft. Mr. Brinson, the floor is yours. Well, this was a slam dunk for me, and I've been on this guy and talking about him the entire time because he had to sit out the uh, last season, and everybody's I, I on those goofy message boards, well, maybe he can come in off the bench. Hey, dopes, this guy is a stud, a star. He will be 25-12 and 12 at least 
in these pickup games for the Cap City League. My number one selection is Michael Jacobson out of Iowa State. Oh, what an awful pick. Awful start to the draft by Jimmy. Michael Jacobson at the... I like Michael Jacobson, but the number one pick... Ah, Jimmy B. All right. I'm just telling you. Just telling you. Let's go to you, Alex. Well, uh, the, the obvious top choice is sitting there for you. Where are you going? Yeah, we'll see if we agree here, but I was getting kind of worried when he was talking about sit-outs because mm-hmm. my my top pick is Mario Shayok, and that's for a couple of reasons. I think sometimes when you look at the Cap City, you got to look at the most reliable guys, and he, he showed up for every game last year right. and and played well. So I think there's that, and then also you know, he just looked really good last year, and um, and he just does so many so many things well, gets to the gets to the rim well, and uh, Steve Prom says he's improved his three point shooting, which they'll need in the fall, and that will be interesting, I think, to watch this this summer as well as how much has that three point shot continued to improve. So I'll go with Shayok for my first pick. Shayok had big numbers a year ago. You expect maybe those numbers will even go up in a big way also. Well, I have the number three pick, and I am just tickled pink because Lyndall Wigington is just sitting there waiting for me. I'll obviously mm-hmm. take him with the final pick in the first round. Then I get my wraparound pick, and I'm going to couple him with Taylor Horton Tucker, maybe the guy that people are looking forward to seeing the most in the uh, league this season. So I got... People that are going to be buying tickets, beating down my door. This is great GMing right here. Not just what I'm putting out the product, but the people want to see. Taylor Horton Tucker, the first pick in the second round. We go to you next, Alex. So, yeah, I figured you'd probably get both of those guys. And I was kind of between Shayok and, and Wigginton, but mm-hmm. uh, those two are gone. Wigginton and Horton Tucker gone. I'll go to Zoran Tally. Um, kind of a similar player to, to Shayok in some ways, but just a guy that really came on late last season. And um, I don't think we, we didn't get to see him in the cap city last year. He actually committed, I think while I was at a cap city league game. And so it'd be interesting to kind of see him in that setting a little bit, but um, a guy that he's kind of like Shayak in the sense that he, he does a lot of things in terms of getting to the rim. He's not a guy that's going to sit out there and shoot, but um, I'm, I'm interested to see where he fits in the rotation this year because uh, he really came on late last year. Jimmy B your second choice to pair with Michael Jacobson. Well, this has been tough for me. I've been going back and forth on two guards, so I will shock the world once again, and I'm going to select Tyreek LaCour, and no, he will Jim, penetrate. Jim, 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 Jim. What? What? Every what? year, why, why do you struggle so much? Only Cyclones and Bulldogs. That's it. We're not taking any guys from community Well, colleges. he's going to be. He's going to play. He's going to Eventually. play. Eventually. Eventually, yes, yes. yes. Only current Cyclones and Bulldogs. Why do you struggle oh, so much with this? Oh, man. Oh, geez. This is now, this is really difficult. I thought I had that one nailed. All right. Uh, a guy who I know can knock it down from the outside and wants to show everybody that he's not the bum that Hawkeye fans thought he was. I'm taking Brady Ellingson oh. <laughs> in, my, in my selection. <laughs> Oh, Jim, you got me. That. Brady Ellingson in the second round. Yeah. All right. Uh, sure. All right. You you yeah. enjoy Brady Ellingson, and now you get another choice. I can't wait to see where this one goes. Well, this is easy for me as well, because this guy has already shown that he can score and rebound in international competition. So George Condon is my number three selection. This is a brutal team. All right. Uh, hey, Alex, what? This is going to be awesome. Tell us a little bit about George Condon, if you can. 6'11". Yeah, I mean, he, 
he has performed well so far for Puerto Rico. The biggest yes. question with George Condit coming in is 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 his body. You know, I think there's there's been the question, I think, from some fans, will he redshirt? Now, Prome hasn't used the redshirt a lot. Um, he's never used it, I don't think, on a guard. You know, I think the only time he's ever used it is sparingly on a forward. So I don't think he'll probably redshirt, but that is the biggest thing is, you know, he's done some things well, and he, he does move well at a size of, you know, six foot eleven. But he probably needs another 20, 30 pounds on him. And I think, you know, once they get that on him, he could, could be a really good player for them. But this year, I think the, the reliance will probably be on, you know, Cameron Lard and Solomon Young and Michael Jacobson. But it's not bad to have Condit as that fourth option this year. So, Jimmy B with the top pick in the third round going with George Condit. Yes, but you have to remember, Uh this is pickup basketball. They don't guard anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm taking guys, I'm taking athletes here, okay? Brady Athletes. Brady Ellingson, athlete. Okay, Alex Holstead. He'll average 30. He'll average 30. (laughs) Alex, the floor is yours. This is maybe a a little risky because he's coming off the cleanup knee surgery, but I'll go Solomon Young. Mm -hmm. He was drafted into the league, and it looks like he's going to play. We'll be interested to see how much and if he does take any time off with that knee. But by all accounts, he's he's recovered and and doing better after that knee surgery. And that's good for Iowa State because, you know, they, they needed him down the stretch last year, but it didn't make sense with their record. But he's someone that, you know, isn't going to be the flashiest player with numbers, but, you know, he, you know, obviously can, can really put things together in terms of the putbacks. And he has developed a little bit of a mid-range game. He's never going to be a guy you're, you're expect to step out and hit stuff, but he can shoot decently for his size. All right. So uh, Solomon Young is the draft choice there. At number three, I'll finish up the third round. If it wasn't Solomon Young and if he wasn't available, I was going with another big guy. I'm going with Drake's Nick McGlynn, who uh, really came on in a big way last mm-hmm. year for the Bulldogs. He can run the floor. He can rebound, size a little bit. Dad, with the two uh, guys I have in the backcourt. So I'm happy with McGlynn there. And I'm going back-to-back Knicks and back-to-back Bulldogs, as the best Bulldog might still be on the board here. Nick Norton, who comes in as a grad transfer from yep. UAB, Put up great numbers a season ago with the uh, Blazers. He'll be out there, man in the point, him and Wigington in the backcourt together. I think I got myself a real nice team. So I kick off the fourth round with Nick Norton to uh, begin things. We're back to you, Alex. Yeah, so my the three Drake players I had at the top are gone now with Ellington, Norton, and McGlynn. I think Norton will be interesting to watch. And him and Ellington yep. together, I mean, for that, that kind of Drake team will be be interesting. I, I, when I did pull up their roster today, they only have like five guys listed on there because they haven't added some of those new guys yet. Mm-hmm. So obviously a lot of rebuilding for them, but two pieces at least to, to get things going for them. But I'll go with uh, Zion Griffin, someone that I kind of debated with Solomon Young, but a guy that you know can probably play the two, three, or four for Iowa State next year. And it's going to be really interesting to watch him because everything I've heard is um, he's got the body for to play early in the Big 12. But it's going to be interesting to see some of his skill, um, some of his skill, I guess, and, and maybe some shooting here beginning in the Cap City League. Good stuff there. All right, Jimmy B, you have two picks to round out your top five, and then we'll also pick a sub. Who are your next two, Brinson? I'm waiting All right. with bated breath. All right, pal, here we go. Tyrese Halliburton, I'm taking him. Okay. And Eric Steyer, I'm taking him. Tell us about Eric Steyer. What do you know about this guy? Uh, he goes yeah, so, to Iowa I mean, he, State. <laughs> he he was a, a standout at Ames High, then I think he took a year off, and now obviously will walk yep. on to Iowa State team. But he's the son of Jody Steyer, the women's basketball assistant. So some obviously Iowa State connections there. And I think some Iowa State fans have wanted to walk on just for the sense of, 
last year they couldn't really practice full. And, um, you know, the more bodies you have for practice, if they do run into injury problems, at least have some bodies in there. All right. So Halliburton, uh, incoming freshman point guard and a guy that needs to add a little bit of weight to his frame, but I'm excited to see him out there on the floor. Alex, your fifth selection in the Cap City League draft. I go with uh, Prentice Nixon, who um, I think has arrived on campus and is going to play in this league. And um, obviously, you know, a sit-out transfer for Iowa State, but someone that I think is going to be really interesting to see how he develops in his year off. And, and um, you know, I think the big thing we've talked about before is just becoming more of, a, of an efficient shooter, but some of that might be he won't have to shoot as much in Iowa State's system. And so I think he could be a good player for Iowa State in 2018-19, but it be interesting to get a first early look at him. Good stuff there. All right, I'm going back-to-back here, and all the Cyclones are off the board. Obviously, no Cam Lard out there. We're not going to be able to see Nick Weiler-Babb, so the eligible mm-hmm. Cyclones are gone at this point. It comes down to Bulldogs, and I'm going back-to-back with the Juco brothers coming in. Tremel and Anthony Murphy coming in from uh, Southwest, uh, Florida Southwestern State College. One of them averaged 16.7. Anthony averaged 10.4. I'll go with the Nur- Murphys to complete uh, my lineup as we put a cap on things. Alex, one more. You can go with the starter that you plug in there. You can go with the six-man. Who is your sixth selection? Well, I think we we jumped over Terrence Lewis, maybe. Oh, we did. You're but right. Oh, I was going to take him. I thought you were going to come oh. to me, and I was going to grab him. I don't know if I can steal him or if I should leave him for Jim's team. Well, he, he needs um, a lot of help, but you're looking to beat me. <laughs> I, I'd say you go for it. You take him. That was bad work out of me because you know my love of Terrence Lewis. You know how much yes. I, I believe still in this guy, and I swung and missed terrible work out of me. Steal him, Alex. He's all yours. Yeah, I'll take Terrence Lewis. and I, It's going to be interesting. His thing is just confidence, I think. And you know, now they'll maybe ride with him a little bit more at times next year, and it'll be interesting to see if he can uh, gain some of that confidence. But looking over my team, having Lewis, everyone probably thinks I'm a uh, homework because I don't have a Drake player, but <laughs> I, I, I eat Brady Ellington or Norton, and you guys snake those guys up. Yeah, looking good there. All right, Jimmy B, well, the floor is yours. You're going to put a cap on this draft. What bulldog are you taking? Well, look, and I just like the guy's name, mm-hmm. and, he wear, and he wears number one, so I'm taking Garrett Sturtz. Garrett Sturtz, okay. I saw, yep. him, saw him play in high school. Not sure how yep. he's going to translate to the D1 level. But you're going I just it. like the name. I could, I could hear the whole crowd after he hits a three. Sturts. I can, I can, I can picture that. I don't know if there's going to be enough Bulldog fans in attendance to hear that, Jimmy B. But you keep wishing <laughs> in one hand and see, see if that works out for you. So here's Jimmy B's roster: uh, Michael Jacobson, Brady Ellingson, yep. George Condit, yep. Tyrese Halliburton, Eric Steyer, and Garrett Sturts. I would give that uh, draft grade D minus. Is that fair, Alex? Yeah, that's fair. I think he hurt himself by taking Jacobson first, but Jacobson is the hometown kid that will have the fan support. And, uh, you know, from what we saw from him last year, he does go hard defensively in this, this league, which they're trying to improve this year. All right. Alex, now your team is Mariel Shayok, Zaron Talley, Solomon Young, Zion Griffin, Prentice Nixon, and Terrence Lewis. All six Cyclones. I like your team, Alex. I'm not going to lie. I like your team. I don't know if I like it as much as my team, though. Lindell Wigington, Taylor Horton Tucker, Nick McGlynn, Nick Norton, Tramel Murray, and Anthony Murray. Now, if I would have substituted Anthony Murphy for Terrence Lewis, I think I would have liked my team a lot more. 
but I'm still all in. Who do you? Who? How much more do you like your team though than mine? Because we can cross Brinson now. Well, part hey. of, yeah, part of it will be which of our guys show up consistently. Right. So, you know, if if I lose Solomon Young, if he takes some rest days with his knee and stuff, I think your team still has a pretty good shot. And you know, one of the sleeper teams of the actual league that I think is going to be interesting is uh, Taylor Horton Tucker and Zion mm-hmm. Griffin are are together with Norton and Ellingson on the same team. And, you know, two of the better Drake players with um, two young Iowa State players, that would be interesting to watch that team when they actually play. And I think July 1st is when Horton, Tucker, and Griffin and that team will play against Wendell, Wigginton, and Condit. So if, if there's going to be a game you catch, maybe it's that July 1st game to watch some of the future players and two of the better Drake players. Well, we'll be looking forward to it. Our 2018 Capital City League mock draft here with Alex Halstead. Alex uh, thanks for having fun with us during the summertime. Always got to do something a little bit different, and if you want, I can send those rosters over to you and give you a little content as well uh, for your website over at cyclealert.com. Yeah, we'll keep track and see who did did better at the end, and you, hopefully you can get Jim to prepare for tomorrow's draft too. Yeah, I, I don't, don't hold your breath. I think we know how that one's going to work out. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you guys later. Oh, Jimmy B, your team. I'm I'm loaded, man. That see, he had he mentioned something that was not part of the equation when we began. How many guys actually show up? Why you know I took all your guys, guys that I believe will show up. Yes, I've talked to all of them. They're all going to show up. Well, when Eric Steyer is averaging three points per game, that's not going to help yeah. your bottom line a whole lot, though. You might be there. Well, every time. Not, In fact, that could hurt you. That's my point. He's going to be there, so at least I got a body on the court. Okay, I'm good with that. All right, I'll I'll take uh, I don't know Taylor Horton Tucker playing six games and averaging thirty a game. You can have Eric Steyer play the whole season, averaging three a game. We'll see who turns out on top. He was a substitute. You said you had to take a sub, so that's how that's what he is. He's a sub. Oh, Jimmy B, we're gonna sub you out of here. With, uh, we we'll, okay. we'll try it again tomorrow. <laughs> Are, okay, more preparation tomorrow. Can you give us more than twenty five seconds for when we do you and I in Iowa tomorrow? It'll be 27. I promise I'll put in 27 seconds. We're coming back on the other side. Dave Dirks, Waukee baseball coach. He'll join us getting ready for high school baseball tonight on the airwaves. And then Jim and myself will get ready for the night in sports. We'll do it next year on Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Our forecast for tonight, scattered showers and thunderstorms likely, some strong to severe, especially west of the metro, low near 67. Then Tuesday becoming mostly sunny and more comfortable, a nice day for a change with a high near 84. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Step one, you signed a lease for new office space. Step two, you notified your clients and updated your letterhead. Step three, what is step three? Oh, right, now you have to move everything. Relax. Staples has you covered with moving boxes, packing tape, bubble roll, everything you need. All at great low prices. 
Staples. And now at Staples, select moving boxes are only a buck. Staples, come in store today and get your moving supplies in one easy step. N62318, in store only. Good on SKU 742294 and 834945. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones too, like planning the ultimate dad's day. Make his face with buy one, get one 25% off Sutton and Dodge steak. Or helping him look sharp with a Harry's razor, just $9.99. And for his snack break, grab Lay's chips on sale, two for $4. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Hey guys, Trent Cotton back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, welcome back as we get ready for tonight, game two of a doubleheader in our continued coverage of high school baseball on 1700 KBGG. Should be a good one with Ankeny making their way over to Waukee to take on the Warriors. Joining us right now, the head coach for Waukee, Dave Dirks. Coach, how are things? Yeah, they're going well. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's always good to uh, talk with you about your baseball squad and the success that you guys have had throughout the years. You know, you've you've been there, part of this program for a long time, and you see the depth of the CIML. Ankeny's off to a nice start this year. You got the power of the top with Dowling and Johnston, Urbandale. Really good squads, just top to bottom. Samuel looks to be as good as it is seemingly every single year. Yeah, our, our league is really, really good, and, and it makes it fun. Uh, fun and painful at the same time, as we all say to each other as coaches, because every night's an absolute battle, but that's how you want it to be, too. Well, I wanted to uh, ask you about a couple of players. I want to start with Drew Irvine, committed to play baseball at the University of Iowa next season. Off to a good start with the bat. Off to a good start as a starting pitcher. Tell us a little bit about Drew and, and what he's meant to your programs here as he goes through his final season. Uh, Drew is off to a good start. You know, he had such a great year last year for us. And, you know, he pitched a little bit for us as a sophomore, but his junior year he really blew up. And postseason we, we jumped on his back as he threw 
uh, quite a few games for us and threw really well. You know, I think it's hard. It's really hard to come back and have high, high expectations, and not only us having high expectations for him, but he has had high expectations of himself, and he's done a good job working through that. And you know, he struggled a little bit to start, but you know, everybody goes through that. It's early yet, too. It's that point point of the season where it's early, but it gets late very, very quickly. And I, I don't know what I mean. We talk about the dog days in Major League Baseball. Would this be considered the 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 dog days as you get through? I mean, it's still a ways away from sub-state play. You're a couple weeks into it, and you're going to be playing a lot of games. Would this what be, you'd be considered the, the dog days of summer for the high school baseball? Yeah, I think this uh, the next two weeks would be. Um, you know, we our schedule is kind of backloaded a little bit. We haven't played a ton. Early, only playing 11 games in the first three weeks. And then this week we have eight, and next week we have six. So we get to a stretch here where we really got to rely on a ton of guys. And, you know, we try to get a lot of guys on the mound early, you know, split up some pitching, and sometimes that works out well. And sometimes uh, you take some months doing that, but that's part of the whole deal. But, yeah, you get to about middle next week when we played uh, 12 to 14 games and the guys are getting tired and, and the postseason seems a little way off. But, you know, I've got 18 seniors out, and I keep telling them this is your last go-around. You know, it may feel long, but you got to realize this is it for you. you know, and best last time you're going to play with your, your buddies you've known for a long time. And, you know, you try to sell that to them, how important it is that uh, we can make a good run at it. Well, speaking of that, you know, there, there's a few detractors out there of high school baseball. One of those things is seniors, kids that have already graduated from high school, but their one final go-around with it, and maybe a little bit more difficult not being able to see them in the school halls every day and, and keep them locked and loaded. I guess that's a negative. I mean, I think there's so many positives, especially here, us being in the upper Midwest, of playing summer baseball. But is that one of the uh, maybe negatives or something that you do have to massage, getting those guys locked in each and every time when their high school, their days in the classroom are over? Yeah, I think that, that it's, it's difficult. I grew up in Iowa, so I don't know any different. Mm-hmm. You know, and I go to uh, the clinic up in Minnesota every every fall and, and talk to coaches up there, and they don't understand how we can do it. And I just <laughs> look at them and I said, I don't know how you can do it right. because we get to play 40 games, and it's beautiful out, and they're moving snow to play games. I think it's the best thing in the world, and you, you hear all the recruiting stuff about how kids don't get a chance. But, you know, if you look at the rosters, there's a lot of good college teams in Iowa. they got a ton of Iowa guys on it. Mm-hmm. They're super successful. You know, so I think that's part of it, too. Um, you know, seniors, it's a, it's a weird deal. I tell them all the time it's a super big responsibility because half of their buddies that aren't playing baseball, are, you know, they're halfway into college already. Mm-hmm. And so you require a ton of commitment from our seniors to doing the right thing, you know, not even at the field but off the field. And that's hard. It's hard on kids because there's a lot of stuff pulling at them. Well, and uh, speaking of guys over at the University of Iowa, you had one that just completed his career in Matt Hoig after starting at Iowa Western. Remember watching Matt as your third baseman over there for a number of years, and boy, just an outstanding kid. I had a chance to meet him here about a month ago, and a uh, wonderful young man, great career at the University of Iowa. He has to be uh, very pleased that he got to end his career playing for his home state team. Yeah, he's uh, just a super kid. In fact, he his dad does, does, our school hires his dad to do field work here for us, and Matt's actually back this summer helping out with the field, so I've got to talk to him a lot. He's just, he's got a wealth of knowledge, and, and sometimes I wish our kids would listen to him a little more, you know, ask questions about things, about how it's going to go, and, you know, it's hard. High school kids, you know, we all did. We all think we have stuff sometimes figured out, and we've got a lot of lessons to learn, you know, and, and that's part of the growing up process, too. 
Talking right now with Dave Dirks. He's the head coach for the Waukee baseball team. They get ready for Ankeny tonight. Mention Ankeny at the top and off to a good start this year. You know, they've had some ups and downs after the split on the baseball field, but looks like they got things rolled a little bit this season. Yeah, they do. They got a couple guys that really throw it for them. Um, I know one's thrown it since his sophomore year. And, you know, I, they're competitive. And just like anybody in our league, it doesn't matter what the record is if you do not show up to play. Uh, there's no way you're going to get out of here with, with two wins. I'll let you get one some nights. So, you know, and I think that's part of the, the process with our season, too. You know, we had a, a phenomenal finish last year. And so our guys came in, I think, thinking that we can just kind of show up and play. And uh, we found out real early that's not the case. So I have this good learning lessons for us, too. Coach, uh, continued success to you guys over there at Waukee. Looking forward to getting out to the field. You guys were supposed to make your way over to Eastern Iowa this weekend. A little rain out, it looks like, though. Uh, Muscatine and Linmar on the schedule. Uh, that was actually Ankeny that was supposed to go over there. Ah, I had my schedules mixed <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, we actually did not. We had the weekend off. We played uh, Valley 2 Thursday and uh, Southeast Polk 2 on Friday. They're both make-up dates that we had to make up. So, well, We actually traveled to Council Bluffs this coming weekend, so... That's part of our eight-game swing. So, yeah, we've got some work to do this week. Uh, Going to be a good one. And then uh, a couple Fridays away from the big Brent Prongy tournament. Always love that. And you guys, you draw a big one. In fact, I think I'm going to be doing the game up in Ankeny with Carlisle, one of the powers down in 3A. Yeah, that'll be a big one. Um, I actually started my coaching career, or part of my coaching career. I was the head coach here for 11 years. So I had that job before I came here. So I think they kind of did that just to see how how that would react, and I know uh, I'm a huge friends with the Prony family. It is just a great day, and you know it's a deal that you know baseball is important, but deep down it's not the most important thing in the world, and we all lose sight of that a lot as we go through the season. Well, looking forward to it, Coach. We'll uh, be seeing you out on the field. Game two of the doubleheader coming to the airwaves tonight, seven o'clock here on seventeen hundred. Thanks as always for your time, Coach. We'll see you on the field. You bet. Appreciate it. Thanks for the coverage. You bet. Dave Dirks joining us, the Waukee head baseball coach. Waukee on the season as they get ready for this one. They come in at 7-4. and four. Ankeny 9-4 and four on the season. Should be a good one this evening. Keep it locked and loaded right here on 1700. And with that, the new rankings are out in Class 4A. Dowling Catholic, after sweeping Johnston last week, they come in at number one. The Maroons 13-2 on the year. Johnston ranks second. They're 12-3. We saw Johnston and Urbandale last week in our Monday night game of the week. They knocked off Urbandale in that one, though the Jayhawks check in at number three. Three teams from the CIML in the top three, Dowling, Johnston, Urbandale. You got Indianola at number five, West Des Moines Valley. They come in at number eight and receiving votes. A couple of more CIML teams, Southeast Polk and Waukee. Again, we'll see Waukee tonight. You got Marshall time checking in. At number nine, mentioned that Carlisle team in Class 3A. They're ranked number four behind Davenport Assumption, top-ranked Sioux City, Helan, and Harlan, your top four with Carlisle in that four spot. Locally, Boone and Grinnell, they're ranked sixth and seventh in the 3A in Class 2A. Number one is Cascade Western Dubuque, undefeated on the year. Van Meter, they're at number six this season. And then in Class 1A, Mason City Newman, top-ranked, followed by undefeated Lynn, uh, North Lynn, and Lisbon, and on the local front down to the south, Martinsdale St. Mary's, they are ranked number seven. Also, also, Southeast Warren Liberty Center at number 10. Ankeny Christian Academy also receiving votes in Class 1A. All right, so that was Waukee baseball coach Dave Dirks. Good to hear from him as we get ready for baseball tonight 
here on 1700, weather permitting as, boy, Jimmy B, have you been able to stay dry? It's been, it's been rough out there. <laughs> I feel like I'm living in Seattle again, man. I mean, the weather's tough. Principal Charity Classic final round gets canceled. And now with storms popping up every which way, this is, this is a, I, I didn't think it was supposed to happen here in like, well, we're not even really to the middle of June, closing in on it. I think this is more like late July, August weather, right? Not good, not good, but uh, we will no. persevere. We will battle our way through. So I'll be calling high school baseball tonight, Waukee and Ankeny. What do you have on the agenda? Your NBA is done, as we've talked about. NHL is over. Baseball, as we wait for the World Cup and the U.S. Open this week. What is on tap? Brewers, Cubs, does that tickle your fancy? That is going to be the game that I will watch tonight. Battle for first place in the National League Central. Absolutely. I want to see how that goes down, Trent. Look, this is, uh, you know, this is fun when you have these sort of top uh, level games that take place at the dog days of summer, and we're going to be in them right now. And look, I. I know some people are excited about World Cup. Okay, I I get it. I I see. I'm not that jacked about World Cup soccer. I am jacked about the U.S. Open, and I will uh, be dialed in on that when it all begins on Thursday. Absolutely. But the soccer thing. Okay, since the USA's not in it. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, kick kick the ball, kick it kick it kick it around, and score one goal maybe. So. I don't know. I'll, I suppose I'll probably, you know, as as I start to sample it, I guess, a little more. Um, maybe I'll, you know, get more involved, but I, I'm not there yet. Look, I I like Messi and Ronaldo and those I like to watch those guys play, best players in the world. But uh, I... I I, I don't know. I just can't. You know, I'm, I'm like I'm like you when you're watching the the NBA during regular season. Okay, wake me up when it uh, really starts to get good. That's kind of the way I am with the World Cup right now. Hmm, interesting. I, I yeah figured you'd be all into this one. I'm a little bit surprised. I would be if the USA was playing. I mean, yeah. Then I got then I have a rooting interest, but I don't have a rooting interest. I mean, you know me. I like players, and I'll watch Messi and. I'll, I'll watch all the top guys, but I just don't have, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like this Rolling Stone. I'm, I'm not, I'm not aligned with any European team mm-hmm. or South American team, and since the United States sucked pond water, uh, we got nothing. So, like I said. I'm sure I'll start to enjoy it more as they finally get in to, you know, win or go home. I'll probably get get more involved then, but not at the very kickoff. No, not my deal. Interesting. Well, a little bit yeah. surprising, Jimmy B. You're yeah, full I of know. surprises. Full of surprises. Never know what I'm going to get for you. So baseball tonight, Cubs, Brewers, that should be good. Yep. An important one. Probably the most important, I mean, series up until this point, look, we're only a June. I mean, you don't want right. to certainly overreact to what we're seeing, but a good one, Quintana against Junior Guerrero in that matchup. Yep. 
other than that, uh, not a whole lot to be excited about. Seattle and the L.A. Angels late night? Well, more than anything, it's just disappointing with the news of Otani today, and they're going to try to make it a go, but does not look good. And uh, what a great story that was. Doesn't look like we're going to get that anymore. So, yeah, overall, Jimmy B., a disappointment, I'd have to say. It is. I mean, it's just not a great schedule for what our viewers are locked into other than the uh, than the Cubs-Milwaukee game. And I'm sure that most of the uh, establishments are going to have that game front and center because that's a big draw, the top teams in the NL Central. That is it. We are out of here, Jimmy B. Good catching up with you again. Thanks for joining us here for hour number two. You got a full two hours in you tomorrow. Uh, I'll do the best I can. I'm still recovering from all the homework I had to do for the draft. So, man, oh, man, that was difficult on me. And if you missed any portion, if you missed our mock draft uh, today on the Capital City League with the Cyclones and the Bulldogs, you can check that out on our podcast page over at 1700. Or just search Jimmy B and TC on your favorite listening device. You can find us that way. Tomorrow, we do the Prime Time League. As Tom Caker will stop by, we will talk some Hawkeyes and Panther side with him coming up tomorrow. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. Back with you here in just a little bit. 6.45 with the pregame, 7 o'clock first pitch. Waukee and Ankeny High School Baseball tonight. All here on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score,